Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Look, it's not your team. It's you. Welcome in, everybody, to a special edition of It's Not Your Team. It's you here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Coe. And I'm your host, Haley Graves. And we're doing a very special Big Ten preview episode for all you guys. We talked about it last episode that we'd be doing this. So this is going to be a shorter, condensed, everything you basically need to know about the Big Ten before they start this weekend. Absolutely. And we all know how much I'm a Big Ten homer, (laughs) not... We have had a, um, it's a a complicated relationship, if you will, here on the show with the Big Ten. Um, There's a lot of love, a lot of hatred. Uh, We're very excited to see guys like Justin Fields play. We're excited to see Rondell Moore play, Rashad Bateman. Um, Still not happy with uh, Commissioner Warren, still not happy with some of the universities, but it doesn't really matter because we've made it to this point. Big Ten football is going to happen. And we're going to tell you guys here in a second how that's going to happen, give you our preview of each division, East and West, and who's actually going to have a shot at making it to the playoffs in this thing. Um, Remember, you guys can always uh, listen to the show on all of your favorite platforms. Uh, Watch us on YouTube, on our own channels, like and subscribe. And uh, hit us up on our email at nytpod at gmail.com or on our phone number at 404-919-2137. All right, Haley. You want to dive Let's right do in? This. All right. Let's I'm talk get... about the conference that has done the absolute most in 2020. <laughs> they, they changed the landscape because folks in a quick, like how we got to this moment, uh, the big 10 basically shaped what college football is this year. They were the conference that came up with the idea of, Hey, because of coronavirus, let's keep it in a bubble, if you will, and do a conference only slate. Everybody else, the group of five and the power five were like, yeah, let's do that. So Everybody followed suit, and that's what you saw released this fall. And then the Big Ten was like, no, 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 no. Actually, we're not going to play. So the timeline of events started off with them releasing that conference schedule. Uh, their own Probably conference in summer. In midsummer, August yep. 5th. And then literally less than a week later, Haley, you and I were just scratching our heads with this one. They canceled the season. It was Not off. even a week. It was six days. It was six days. Six um, days later, they pulled – ugh. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna. I know. Re- I'm gonna get you. I'm glad we're getting some, you heated up. Some some emotions right now because it was very. It's literally taking. I had I had suppressed all of this, and now <laughs> just bringing it back up is frustrating because Big Ten, you really grind my gears. But we're gonna we're gonna get through this. It, it was. There's, there's things worth talking about in the Big Ten, so we're gonna get through it. Okay. We are gonna get through it, yep. and we are gonna have football because of after all of that mess, the will they, won't they. We're actually going to have football, and this is how it's going to work. It is going to be a condensed season, eight games total for everybody in the Big Ten within a championship. Allegedly. Week. Allegedly. That is the biggest thing, and we actually you, – you have some info on that that I didn't even know about that is pretty shocking. Uh, so this is the big problem with the Big Ten is that there is worry and concern, obviously, with what we've seen so far, that they're not even going to make it through their full schedules respectively, let alone their championship week let alone put a team into the playoffs we all know this is ohio state's conference this year that that is the team that most likely has the best chance to make it to the playoffs but haley there's a lot more that goes into that than just playing the football games there is so much more for those of you listening to us for the first time um just going to give you a little history lesson real quick with how much i love the big 10 and my love for the big 10 is really can't live with them can't live without them and that's what we're learning in the college football landscape, but I am a firm believer people and any big 10 fans out there for you. I'm just trying to keep it real with you. That's it. That's why I'm here. I'm not trying to get your hopes up. I'm not trying to tear them down. I am just 
playing the even playing field and keeping it real. And that has to have the harsh reality for you to realize that what your commissioner has done, what the powers to be that have decided for your game or your seasons to come back, all they're doing is dusting their hands of you. They are simply taking all the backlash and all of the negative and all of that energy and everything that was coming after them when they decided to cancel the season for those three weeks when parents were rioting and threatening to sue and you have head coaches coming out saying they're going to go to different conferences and everything is just an ultimate chaos. They decided to come together and say, you know what? Forward facing, we're going to make everyone happy. We're going to give them a season, but we're going to give them a season that is going to be so difficult to actually complete that at least when they fail, and yes, I'm saying when, it will look like the college football programs are who failed, not the Big Ten as a conference, because at the end of the day, the Big Ten conference gave you football. And the teams being able to control COVID, that's going to be on them. That's why they gave you a schedule that has no flexibility. That's why they've given you COVID rules that are absurd. So that's the reality. And given that, what Tyler said, listen to this little nugget that's carefully placed in the Big Ten. Any Big Ten coach who tests positive for COVID-19, like currently, Purdue's Jeff Brom has tested positive. He's not coaching this weekend in their game against Iowa. He must not only self-isolate for 10 days per CDC guidelines, but the earliest a player, yes, looking at you, Justin Fields, if you catch it, cross my mind, not putting that energy out there, but fingers crossed that doesn't happen. The earliest a player can return is 21 days. So yes, Ohio State, protect Justin Fields at all costs. That needs to be a running mantra in the state of Ohio right now, because even though they're also in that same 10 day isolation, days 14 through 21, they're doing cardiac testing because the Big Ten also requires the university to have an appointed cardiologist that will clear each student athlete who tests positive. So think of all of those complications, people. We just had a scare of Nick Saban testing positive. Dan Mullen tested positive over 20 players for the University of Florida team have tested positive, and the Big Ten country is right in the middle of the Midwest where we're seeing our highest numbers of coronavirus. It is, uh, it's troubling uh, when you put all of that together. And rant, thanks for coming to my tech talk. I, I think it's great. I think, I think the other thing to cut through there, Haley, obviously, if anybody like isn't picking up on it, it's not slamming them for these regulations. It's these regulations within a eight-game schedule. Because as you mentioned, and folks, you got to realize this, that all the other Power Five conferences and group of five have allowed themselves windows within their season to have games that were postponed, to be rescheduled, games that were canceled, to be uh, uh, put down later uh, or move them uh, down the road later on in the season. The Big Ten is playing eight consecutive weeks. There are no bye weeks. Every other conference was setting up their programs to succeed. They were giving them a window of opportunity and the margin of error for the Big Ten does not exist. Exactly, because, and if you're asking, well, Tyler and Haley, why are there not any bye weeks? They have done this to get in the day before, and I do mean the day before, the final rankings of the college football playoffs in December. That is the reason that this is not an extended season that is going to be going into late December, into January. They're trying to squeeze us in for the playoffs. 
because right. when it comes down to it, folks, this really is about money and perception, as Haley kind of mentioned, and that's what this really is about. Now, the bigger thing that you mentioned right there with the players sitting out for multiple weeks is because of myocarditis, is the heart yep. issue that the Big Ten had brought to light, and that is why those players are doing that, which is a good thing. On the show, we think it's great to be safe. It's awesome. But if you're got, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You right. can't have 21 days of a player not playing and then complete your eight-week football schedule. And how is that benefiting the player? Because if he's not able to be in football shape for 21 days, that to me sounds like it just hurts him more so in the process. I mean, if yes, yes we discover, you know, myocard artist, that's fantastic. You know, we're likely helping save his life. Absolutely, yeah. But how many kids have discovered this since? It's been a pretty prevalent thing throughout athletics, not just yeah. college football. And that doesn't make it right or wrong. Uh, right. What it does mean for this and what we're just trying to say is that this plan, as you said, Haley, rolling it out to save face, it's not going to work. And we're not rooting against it. No. But when we've laid out those facts, I know this is a time right now when people aren't really concerned about facts and they like to go with feelings. I hate to burst your bubble. Facts don't care about your feelings. And this is not going to work. Do we hope it does? Yes. The playoffs hope it does. The committee hopes Ohio State goes undefeated, makes their job really easy just to plug them into the playoffs. But it's yep. going to be really difficult to see how this thing actually works because on top of coronavirus numbers still going up, we have yet to reach flu season. And as you mentioned, Haley, most of these schools are in kind of snowy, fluey places that it's prevalent right. in the, in the wintertime. Um, so with all of that said, good luck to the Big Ten on trying to make it to the finish line. And we can get into the teams that we think are actually going to be there. Yep, because you know what? Damn it, there's games going to be played this weekend. There's games, and baby. <laughs> so there's a reason for us to talk about the Big Ten. That's why we're here, people. That's right. So in a condensed uh, preview, if you will, there's not too many okay. teams to preview really in the Big Ten except for a few, and it's a, a lot of the regular faces. Obviously, all of you guys know about Ohio State and Justin Fields yep. and what that team can do and the aspirations that they have, while Penn State and Michigan, respectively, in the East are chomping at the bits, maybe take uh, over that throne. And then on the other side, Michigan ain't gonna do that. which Michigan ain't going to do that, you have teams like Wisconsin and Minnesota who had an all-time year last year looking to build upon that. Um, so if we just kind of want to break it down for those of you paying attention to the top 25 in the rankings, the Big Ten has been let back in, obviously. Mm -hmm. And the way it sits right now is that they have five teams in the top 25. Ohio State at number five, Penn State at number eight. So there's the two teams in the top 10. You have number 18, Michigan, uh, number 14, Wisconsin, and number 21, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota and Michigan get college game day this coming weekend uh, for that yep. first Big Ten game, big battle. And Wisconsin will play Friday night. That's right. They play a so weird Friday yes. night game. So they're yes. going to be our first real debut for the Big Ten. So Ohio State aside, I think we do need to mention, like uh, as we have before, that and everybody respectfully should wait to see what Ohio State does because they are that good of a team. Last year, we got to see a team uh, in transfer quarterback, Justin Fields from Georgia, just take it by storm, threw yep. over 40 touchdowns, rushed for 10 in the Big Ten, the first ever they'd seen football like that. And <laughs> he's only going to get better. This team returns so many offensive weapons, Haley. Uh, it's when you talk about absurd. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson as just two of the best wide receivers in the country. Uh, Trey yep. Sermon is there. You have an amazing offensive line. You know they will not be hurting on the offensive side of the ball. And then they have some big opt-back ends defensively yep. that you're pretty confident that that Buckeyes defense can be just as potent. Yeah, absolutely. I think 
the only area that for Ohio State that is even an place of caution is their D-line. Just because three of last year's four starters, including, as we know, Chase Young, they all were drafted. So that is just a word of caution. I'm not saying that there's not talent coming through the pipeline, but if there is a weakness, it might be in the trenches on the defensive line for Ohio State. And then aside from that, truly their biggest weakness that they're facing is this no margin for error. Yeah. And it's one of those things that you've seen the best programs try and do what they can, but even the best have struggled. I mean, you would consider Alabama kind of a locked down program. Nick Saban has right. taken it more serious than anybody. And he, well, he got it. didn't get it. Um, yeah. but, but still it is, it's, that is their biggest opponent right now right. Haley, is COVID. It's not right. really anybody else. Cause when you look at the rest of the East, you look at teams like Penn state and Michigan, Penn state, is a program a program that is right there uh, on the cusp of becoming elite. They're a player they have or two been. away. They, they have they've, been. They've not. On, I wouldn't say on the levels of like a Bama or a Clemson or an Ohio State, but they're close. No, to, yeah, to, I'm agreeing with you on the fact that yeah. they're that they're on the cusp. They're one of right those there. teams that we've been talking about. That it's like, when are they going to finally break through? And you know, even head coach James Franklin, he mentioned this last year. He said we are a good football team. This was after their loss to Ohio State. He said, we are a good football team. We just lost to an elite one. Yeah. And, and so that's yeah. what they're chasing at this point is Penn State still chasing that level of being an elite team. Well, it's going to be tough this year because they lost a lot of power. Uh, when right. you talk about Micah Parsons on the defensive side, opting out going pro, that guy was yep. unbelievable. Uh, we had mentioned it yesterday that Journey Brown, running back for Penn State, is out right. with a – illness we're not really sure yeah. what it is uh hopefully yeah all all that was scary. disclosed is that they have discovered an illness and it is preventing him from playing football this season that's which pretty is, much all we know yeah. so which yeah. is terrifying uh you hope the best for journey but that's a huge hit offensively uh yeah. for a guy like sean clifford at quarterback who that is kind of the position for Penn State. You know, Trace yeah. McSorley was the your typical Penn State guy. He was a gamer. But Penn mm -hmm. State is an elite athlete away offensively at yeah. the quarterback position to going to that next level. Um, right. I mean, they still have some good talent in Noah Kane and Devin Ford that mm -hmm. you'll see flashes from them. But ultimately, like this Penn State team with a new offensive coordinator, they're going to need some young wide receivers to step up in order for this offense to even become remotely efficient. Because you gotta, you know who you gotta run against. You you gotta put up yeah. points against Ohio State. Uh, that uh, but, that's that's it. But like we mentioned, in a year that Ohio State could potentially, this is a big disclaimer, potentially have a down year on the defensive front. That that could be a way for Penn State to really capitalize on the run game. That's absolutely true. You you hope you know with whatever is going on with Journey that he can make it back. But right. that has been a position at least for Penn State going back to. Um, uh, Barkley that they've yep. been reloading and they, they're right. getting in those good backs. So right. Noah, Noah Kane is definitely a serviceable back. You saw that yep. last year. Yep. Um, so yeah, they're, they're on the cusp and, and Haley, we've talked about it all years at week two in the big 10 uh, Penn state at Ohio, or excuse me, Ohio state at Penn state. We kind of figure out the fate of that division right. and the conference as a whole. If Ohio state right. wins that game, uh, I think I have, I put it here in my stats somewhere that, uh, ESPN gives Ohio State an 84% chance to make the playoffs yeah. if they win that game. They are favored by over 90% in the rest of their schedule because if you yeah. take a look at them, it's a cakewalk. They right. don't play anybody, and neither does right. Penn State. So this is kind of the de facto Big Ten championship. 
Yeah, they actually also, according to ESPN's Power Football Index, Penn State is the team that has the best chance of beating the Buckeyes, and that's only at 28%. Which, yeah, it's going to be But on the flip side, I will tell you this, Big Ten fans, that studies, I guess you can call them studies, however you want to chalk these things up, these predictions, think that the Big Ten actually has the highest chance of getting two teams into the college football playoff. You know, I saw that stat, and that's one yep. of those where it's like uh, we're, I, you know, going back to facts and feelings. Um, <laughs> I'm going feelings, and I'm saying – I'm calling bullshit. I'm saying no. I, I, I disagree with that stat, and I'm right. saying the stats are for losers when it comes to that stat because it's hard for me to fathom <laughs> with what we've seen out of the ACC this I almost year. feel like it could even be the opposite, that the feeling is the wanting to have two Big Ten teams in there, but the facts are it's not going <laughs> to happen. I just – I really don't see that. It's I don't know if those stats took in consideration the amount of games that aren't being played, even right. the max amount of games that a big team, Big Ten team could play. Even if Ohio State wins out, it's not. It's nothing compared to what the ACC, the SEC, it's what, the Big 10? Twelve, ten is that the would max. be the max, and that's you winning the national championship. Yes, um, I don't agree that there could be two teams that p- played less than everybody else that makes it into the playoffs. That, that right. math does not check out for me. So I don't know who, I don't know who's doing that one. I don't like yeah, that that's one. Why, that's why I said it's a loose prediction there. That's a very loose prediction. Um, here is a strong prediction. Um, I think Jim Harbaugh will be gone after this year. Uh, I think for all you Wolverine fans, you're probably on that's the That's probably – no, that's probably like a breath of – like a weight lift off their shoulders hearing that. Like that's it's what It's probably yeah. like – like it's a breath of fresh air. Like that's what this program freaking needs because you've just been like – running into a wall it's just like boom 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 it's like okay i'm gonna nerd out a little bit it's kind of like harry potter when him and ron are trying to go through platform nine and three fours and they can't get through and that's what it's like for michigan they're just running into that wall over and over again nice little visual for everyone and wait, you can't so get who through is, wait okay who's harbaugh and who like is michigan harry is harbaugh oh. ron who, who, who is the yeah who is yeah the yeah, yeah. let's right do there? we can do that we can do that no I think Harry is more Harbaugh we got to give it give that to him Harry's more the, Harbaugh the, yeah the mascot can be Ron you just pissed off all the people who hate Harbaugh and love Harry Potter they're like he's absolutely not Harry Potter sorry I've ruined Harry Potter season for you for the rest of this um, year well here's the facts about Harbaugh and these are tough pills to swallow if you're Michigan fans you haven't beaten Ohio State in eight years. Harbaugh has never beaten Ohio State. He has never won his division. You guys have not made it to the playoffs. I don't know when that is going to happen. Michigan has this problem, and I kind of alluded to this uh, with you, Haley, that I really feel that Texas and Michigan are are similar programs. Blue Bloods with tons of money. You know the brand. Expensive coaches and facilities. Zero return on the investment because they have to have it their way. You know the term Michigan man. We got to go get our Michigan man. I don't know right. what the fuck that means. And I'm pretty sure Wolverine fans don't know what it means either. They just want somebody who can win. And right. that's who you need to get up there in Ann Arbor. It is not happening this year. I think with McCaffrey transferring out at quarterback, yep. you're rolling with Milton. And, yeah, he's shown flashes. But we've seen how bad that offense is. We've seen your best punches against Ohio State fall flat and losing by 40-plus points. There, I have zero faith that this Michigan team can do anything this year. They can win a few games, right? But are they yep. going to beat Ohio State? And what matters? Like Michigan, well, Michigan, for what it's worth, and Michigan fans, you will enjoy watching this team this season. 
ex- except when they play Ohio State. <laughs> Aside from that, <laughs> yes. you will probably likely enjoy watching this team. It is a young team. Think very, if you've been catching on to any college football, think very similar to kind of in a sense how Oklahoma's been this year. Like your team is young. You have three seniors or three starting seniors returning on offense and defense. That's it. Six in total. So it's not like you have a strong veteran presence on this team, but there are still things for you to get excited about your running back situation. You have a great dynamic duo in Zach Charbonnet and Hassan Haskins. That's something to get excited for. Your right tackle opted out, then opted back in. So clearly he's a potential first rounder, Jalen Mayfield. Like he clearly sees something in the program. So he wants to come back and play, you know, I mean, as a potential first rounder, I don't know why you would risk that, but hey, he sees something special in this team. So there are things to be optimistic about. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to offer some hope and help here. I, I just enjoy, enjoy the football of this season. You only got to get through eight weeks. You can do it, Michigan fans. There are sunnier days ahead. And that's going to likely end with this season finally ditching John Harbaugh. One of the most expensive coaches just to remind everyone in the country it's unbelievable did you did you really just like we need to put that on a bumper sticker hey michigan you got a right tackle you get you get to look forward to a right tackle <laughs> like, that was mean Haley. you were trying to be mean but that's how i am a huge situation. i'm a huge fan actually of offensive lines they are you, highly underrated you love them right unit. tackles you do they are as a unit they are one of the most important functions of an entire game like people say you win and lose in the trenches so i'm just no debate no I'm debate there respecting my off- offensive line over I'm, here i'm okay? just saying you're just trying to get the michigan fans pumped up and you're like hey you got to tackle look at that <laughs> look at that guy hey, i talked about their running backs i did not talk about their defense but you know they'll put up they'll put up some points poor, poor you've enjoyed michigan. watching the big 12 or really any college football this year i feel like michigan will follow suit They'll put up some points, but they may not stop very many. They they won't. No, they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna get steamrolled by by so many different teams. I, I actually I think it might end this weekend. I like Minnesota big time. If we want to go back to or head to the west, and that I like Minnesota big time over Michigan. Michigan gives me I have no faith in anything. I can't put all my hopes and dreams on a right tackle, no matter how good he is. Fair. When I look at the Gophers, uh, I think they actually could have another big breakout season um, because of what they return and because of what the other teams in the West don't. Obviously, when we look at Wisconsin being a constant, the thing with Wisconsin that we all know, it's like death taxes and Wisconsin is going to run the football. Of course they will. You know that offensive line is going to be big and beefy. They they love running. Um, Of course they lose Jonathan Taylor, which was an all-time back for them. They have new faces there. You assume they're good. The biggest thing that they had – going for them was a better than serviceable quarterback in Jack Cohen, who's now out indefinitely with surgery on his foot. So that's a big mystery right there. You have a new quarterback now coming in, most likely uh, um, a freshman, um, and you have unknown faces at running back. Is that Wisconsin team going to be that big of an offensive juggernaut on the ground that we're used to, or is this a good time for Minnesota, who returns Rashad Bateman, who opted back in, who returns – Star quarterback Tanner Morgan. You got PJ Fleck. You're rowing the boat. You went 11 and two last year. You beat Auburn. Like this, this is your shot. If you're Minnesota, make a statement on game day against Michigan and try and win the West and contend for a title. I will say the thing that I also really enjoy about Michigan and even watching their games is the way that these players rally and play 
for head coach PJ Fleck. That's one of the best things about them. I will say on the flip side, playing devil's advocate here, they did lose their offensive coordinator. So to Penn State, which is kind of hurt. I mean, that hurts yep. to stay in conference and go to that better game. It's Penn State clearly right. is a better job, but yeah. Right. So just some, you know, asterisks around there. But the Gophers, the Gophers could do it. I I actually like that decision of them beating Michigan this weekend. I do. I think they got more talent. I just yep. think they have flat out more talent. Especially have, especially yeah. more returning talent, more experienced yes. talent yeah. to be able to do what it takes to beat a Michigan team. And we've seen this year when you return a quarterback who is yep. good or above good, you're getting a lot of a return on your investment. We've seen right. that from around the country. Even though we didn't know how good a Mac Jones was going to be, we knew he was good enough. Um, I know the mailman's not in there anymore, but those quarterbacks are excelling. And Tanner Morgan right. is a good quarterback. He's you got targets know who else? to throw to. You want to know who else is returning their quarterback? Who? Indiana. Indiana. Are we going Hoosiers? Hoosiers I for a like, little magic this year? I do like the Hoosiers. It's more of just like this feeling in my gut okay. that uh, I like them. I like them. Really, one of their biggest weaknesses last year was their third and long situations. They also had an offensive coordinator departure, so as long as their play calling doesn't completely drop off, they could be a fun team to watch in the Big Ten. I have another team for you in that state, but not Indiana. It is <laughs> Purdue. I am a huge Boilermakers fan. Shout out to Rondell Moore. Thank Rondell you Moore. for opting back in. Thank you. Listen, folks, if you don't know who that is, go Google him and go watch him. Right. He is one of the best players in the country, bar right. none. He's unbelievable. That kid single-handedly destroyed Ohio State in the unbelievable Tyler Trent game, RIP Tyler. Uh, that is a team in Purdue with Jeff Rom, who you said earlier is out with coronavirus. That is a team that got hammered by injuries last year. That is a team that has been on the cusp of – they're that dangerous team in the Big Ten that you they're don't want to go play. They are frisky. You know, S&P rankings like, has them uh, winning or losing seven games this year out of their eight by one touchdown. So they, this team is always in it. they got a lot right. of talent. And, yes, they are frisky. You don't know which team you're going to get. But exactly. Purdue is a dangerous team. And I told you this before the show, it's bullshit that they don't play Michigan, they don't play Penn State, and they don't uh, uh, play Ohio State. What are you guys scared of? What are you scared yeah. of? They're scared of the Boilermakers. Talk about scheduling conspiracies there. It's, I think it's ridiculous. You know why? Because they don't want Rondell Moore. Nobody that is wants why. to play against that guy. That, I guarantee you. That is why. 100%. I guarantee yep. so much changed once he decided to opt it back in. And again, people, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know the name, go look him up. He is such a good talent worth just looking into because he's going to still shine. Every time he steps on the field, he shines. He's, he's, he's one Ever of since going guys. back to when he was a freshman. Like, yeah, like he's been he doing a, this. He's a wide receiver, but he's, right. he's everything, though. He's a flex. Yeah. He's just an amazing offensive weapon. They right. use him all over the uh, field, special teams, running back, wide receiver. Yep. The kid can do it all. He's unbelievable. Yep. And it is. I, I thank you for believing in this conspiracy theory because it's horseshit. I do. I'm very upset about it. I, I think they're cowards. I think that alone should disqualify Ohio State. You should have to play Purdue to go to the playoffs. So do you have Purdue as your dark horse where I have Indiana? I absolutely do not have Purdue as my dark horse. <laughs> I will not contend. No, they will not contend. I'm sorry, Boilermakers. I think that my I'm mad because I want to see them upset one of the teams in the Big Ten. They're they're not really going to get a chance to. Uh, but this is a program that's only going to get better. They're starting to get uh, talent there. Jeff Brom, who was a 
quarterback at Louisville back in the day was a great one. Yep. He's got him heading in the right direction. It's a fun program. Uh, but I still think it's Wisconsin, Minnesota. I like the Gophers right now. We get to right. get a look at them right out of the gate yep. uh, against Michigan to just see how they handle college game day um, and, and that pressure after such a huge year last year. Uh, yep. But again, all roads lead through Ohio State. And when it comes to it, they Haley, do. I don't think anybody's beaten this Buckeye team except for what you said, and that's COVID. That's the only team that can beat them. That is 100% what is in the way for Big Ten football this year. Unfortunately. Line. Yeah. And yep. I mean, we, we definitely, definitely go on the record again. As you already said, we're not rooting for it to fail. We don't want to see people get sick. We don't want to see postponed games. But If anything, this is a warning. If you live in a Big Ten state and you're listening to us, wear your mask. Help your, your team mask. out. Think of yes, it as doing you. your duty to your football programs. Because if you're out in your community maskless, then there is a very slim, but a still a chance that that will lead back and leak into your football programs, and we will not have Big Ten football. Just a thought out there next time you leave your house, do it for the love of football. That's right. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it is going to be troublesome to see because you know it's going to happen. I don't know yep. when it's going to happen. We don't, you know, but one game, there has not been one week, folks, where there has not been one postponed game this entire right. college football season. And that has been with protocols that, have, that has been, uh, as we have gone weeks and weeks into this, with um, everybody really locking down as much as they can, it's still that unavoidable. I mean, the NFL isn't avoiding it, and they're yep. professionally played athletes. They're not avoiding it. And I think the other thing worth mentioning about all of this is this is holiday season. Get-togethers, parties, all of that stuff, people are not going to stop it just because of this virus. And again, all we can say and beg and plead for you because we all do want, again, let me say it, even coming out of my mouth, yes, we all do want Big Ten football, but it's going to require you to wear your mask when you leave your house for the love of football. Thank you. Listen to Miss Grace. She knows what she's talking about, okay? And if you're Michigan, you get excited about that right tackle. Your right tackle. You lift that man up. You lift him up and you be you know proud what, Michigan because that's fans, what you got. Michigan Wolverines, wear your mask for your right tackle right tackle that's the best thing i've heard all year that may, that makes me that's i'm tickled oh my lord how many of you are going to pay attention to the right tackle this weekend oh i am that's the only person that you be will. watching now i'm gonna be taking notes be looking at that footwork yep. because i'm like oh Haley said this guy oh look at him go there we go jalen mayfield potential first jaylen, rounder remember the name jalen mayfield yes maybe he'll be my mr unlimited award we maybe i want to see some pancakes he better yep. flatten some gophers Pancakes and no QB pressures, Mr. Unlimited. That can't, that can't happen. Michigan sucks, um, which is okay. Get a new coach, brand new year. It'll be fun. Haley, before we get out of here for our Big Ten preview, uh, should we put it in the bank? Do we think Ohio State wins the Big Ten? Yes. Do we think they make it to the playoffs? No. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you. I think they squeeze in at the four spot. Okay. That's what I I think. told you, and people keep listening to us because I've been saying – that I am out. My opinion does not matter until after we get through two, three weeks of Big Ten football. If not a game gets canceled, then I will start seriously considering Ohio State. Yeah, that's good. I think uh, I think that's fair. Um, we'll just see what happens. I mean, a lot. I'm a left. realist. You are a realist. <laughs> you know your tackles. 
you know you're Harry Potter. Oh, oh man, yeah. this is going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, Big Ten football will be fun. I'm excited for college game day. Gophers, Wolverines right out of the gate. Nebraska fans, we didn't mention you, except for right now. I know you're playing Ohio State, 11 a.m., bright and early, at the horseshoe. Have fun with that. That'll Tyler, be that, that's, he has been lighting up about that. So, if anyone, if anyone, oh, if anyone listening doesn't understand, go a couple episodes back. Tyler went on a little – not little people actually massive like he has some real deep issues with nebraska and he let their fans know about it a yeah. couple episodes back i'm i got my ticket to the to the coliseum i'm ready for the bloodbath and i i want to see it i want to see it <laughs> just get destroyed there is not a team that has been chomping at the bit to play football more than ohio state nebraska thinks they're that team you ain't that team. You don't want that action. God, you don't, don't want, want that, that action. No, you do not. But we'll see. Maybe I eat crow. Who knows? But um, <laughs> I think that's it for our Big Ten preview. So uh, good luck to the Big Ten. Good luck to Ohio State, you Wolverines, you tackles, and everybody else. Yep. Shout out to them right tackles at Michigan. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week. Regular schedule, uh, breaking down uh, the weekend that was. And uh, remember to always hit us up on our text line at 404-919-2137 or hit us up on our email at uh, nytpod at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on social media on Twitter, Haley1Graves2, or on Instagram, Haley Graves with two S's. That's H-A-L-E-Y-G-R-A-V-E-S-S. And I'm I'm Tyler Coe, the Tyler Coe. I still haven't got that right. Just one of He these. keeps it straight. It's easy. It straight. I have a I have yeah. a name that has like 10 different spellings. So that's why I gotta I gotta yeah. be cut and clear and concise so people can find me. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.